Kate Holiday, and I'm here with Ryan Rivers. Uh, on the lab, we like to dig in and dissect to a wide variety of topics. Last week, we discussed um, onomastatic names, which is essentially the study of the proper use of names. So we were talking about like goofy city names, town names, things like that. And uh, we apologize to our iTunes listeners. Last weekend was just such a disaster, I guess, that we were trying to get caught up on Saturday because it was really the only day we had together to get some stuff done. And we were unable to record and upload um, on Saturday to iTunes. So we missed a week on iTunes for the that first time. That was the first time. one, huh? For the first time in like a year. So we made it a year streak. Yeah. That's pretty good if you think about it. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have any sick days when it came to iTunes or nothing. And we weren't even sick. So we're going to make up for it today. We were just trying to get stuff done, you know? So um, this is actually going to go up on Saturday as well as this is going to go up on Saturday instead of Thursday on shortwave. So we're not going to miss WRMI. Um just make sure to send us an email if you're listening on WRMI to theweeklylab at gmail.com. Let us know where you're listening in from uh, and give us your address. We can send you a QSL card. We haven't sent any out in a little bit, so that'd be pretty neat. Yep. Um, today we're kind of on the same track, in a sense, talking about goofy names of towns and things like that. Uh, I had the idea pop in my mind when we were doing that about a thing called idioms. Idioms. Which I honestly didn't remember that that was the formal name of it. I, I didn't was, until I looked it up. Yeah, I was like, you know what we should do is talk about like funny sayings that we use in like everyday life. Just to describe things. And I didn't realize, and I guess I should have, that it's not just like an American or like oh, US no. thing. Every country. And to us as Americans, like other country slang and stuff just sounds so goofy to me. And they're so much more entertaining than things that I would say. So over the course of like the last week and a half, I just jotted down some of these that I use or that I heard, Mm -hmm. whether it was watching shows or things like that. So we're going to go over some of those. I also looked up some of the history of some of these things. And then I think you have a list of foreign ones um, from different countries around the world. So we'll get into those here in a little bit. Um, But I guess we'll start off with the list that I came up of of things that I say sometimes. So uh, the first one that popped in my head was better late than never. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that one is a pretty well-known one. I was going to say that's pretty common. Yeah. I mean, everyone says that. Better late than never, you know. And my mom always used to give me a hard time in school that I was a procrastinator. Like I would type essays the night before they were due. I always got really good grades, though. Hmm. Like I just work better under pressure, I guess. Well, like, you just need something to actually make you do the work. I guess, you know, it's motivation. So it's like, you know what? Better late than never. At least I turned it in and I managed to get a decent grade. So what's the problem? You know, that definitely if if you're listening in and you're in school, I don't think that's the way to live your life by any means. But, you know, um, and I was looking up the terminology and how it came to be. And it was actually first seen in um, the English language mm-hmm. all the way back in 1386. Wow. Have you ever heard of the Canterbury Tales? Yes. Yeah, it was actually first seen by them, and it was written in a different way, kind of. It says, for better than never is late. So it was kind of... See, the they all talk so goofy, it's hard to... It's like proper language You know, then. like whenever you try to read stuff from that time period, you're j- I, I just walk away confused. Yeah. So, I mean, they just later translated it to say better late than never. So, um, But it was all the way back in 1386. 
from the Canterbury Tales when it was first seen. So that gives you a little insight. So, you know, me using it in like 2002, being in high school at the time. Better better late than never. Yeah. Right. I mean. It's better late that you used it than never. Right. And people have been using it for centuries. So what's the big deal? Yeah. Better late than never. Um, I'd say that's probably one of the most common ones. Um, if the shoe fits. Yep. You know? I hear that one quite often. And I would say that's not like a literal sense. Like, sure, if your shoe fits, you should wear it. Right? I, not, I guess. We're not talking about literal shoes. No. That's why they're idioms. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because obviously if the shoe fits, that's the one you should wear. But it was <laughs> it was originally talking about um, a hat is where like the saying came from. And a lot of these, same thing as the one before, it kind of got changed over time. Of course. But... Um, it was a British phrase back in the day. It says, if the cap fits, wear it. The British. They're always wearing their fancy hats, you know? Yeah. So it came um, out in 1705. And wow. so it's just the American version of it, if the shoe fits. So one, we changed it to a shoe. And two. We always got to be different. We shortened it because we're lazy. That's true, too. You know what I mean? So 1705 is where that first came from. Um, but it's crazy how, you know long ago these things came out and i say these all the time you know they've been around for ever um let's see kill two birds with one stone i have heard that what would you say your definition of that is like how would you describe it get two things done at the same time yeah right be work work you know smarter not harder see that's another idiom it work is. smarter not harder so you find and a I, way yep. like to cut corners but not to the point where it's detrimental, right? Yeah. Just smarter corners. You just, right. Yeah. So you just find a way to do it. If you can get two birds stoned at once, then you do. <laughs> two birds stoned at once. Um, so apparently this was found all the way back in 1656. And it's believed to be a phrase that was originated from the story of Daedalus and Icarus from Greek mythology. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where Daedalus apparently killed two birds with one stone in order to get the feathers of the birds and make wings. So wow. it's some part of Greek mythology. I don't know. But he was killing two birds with one stone to make a pair of wings faster. It worked. Yeah, I guess so. So 1656. There you go. Yeah. That's worth writing down. That's. I mean, that's a long time ago. That's what I'm saying. Um, Let's do one more. Home is where the heart is. Uh, yeah. I mean, it is one. Yeah, I guess it is. Isn't there a TV show called that, though? I have no idea. I don't either. Maybe I'm making it up. I don't know. I feel like that's such like a, like. A it's more like a proverb, I guess. Maybe I just feel like it's written like on a bunch of people's doormats and stuff like that. It's you like know? a motivational quote. Yeah, something where it's like, okay, sure. Yeah. Home is where the heart is. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. So, maybe I don't I, know. I guess it's an idiom. Yeah. I mean, who am I to stop something from becoming an idiom? I don't know. I don't know who who is the uh, ruler of idioms. I don't know. What I about feel, I feel like the one that you say the most is um, sooner rather than later. Oh. Well, it kind of goes with the first one, yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. say you say that at least five or six times a day. Dang. That's a bunch. You, I do? You drop a bunch of idioms, but it's the same idiom. I'm a real procrastinator. <laughs> you know? Sooner rather than later. Yeah. It's like, I need to do this sooner rather than later, and then... You do know, I end up doing it? I don't sooner? think so, because a couple hours later, you know, you're like, oh, I could just get this done sooner rather than later. Mm. And it's like, <laughs> well, you know. That really says something about me. I guess your mom was right back in high school. I, you know? I mean, moms don't generally lie about their kids, like, 
you know. Procrastinating. Yeah. I mean, because it really bugs parents probably because it drives them nuts because they want to see their kid excel. And I'm like, eh, I'll get to it when I get to it. I'll excel later. I'm like, chill out, mom. Right. Uh, What about take it with a pinch of salt or like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I really, I don't think I knew what that meant until like maybe 10 years ago. Really? Yeah. I'd always heard that. And I was always like too embarrassed to ask what it meant, obviously, because I heard it so much, but I never like really understood it. Who'd you ask? Um, I think I did the thing where I played stupid, like I couldn't understand what the person was saying, mm-hmm. and then they explained it in a different way. How'd they explain it? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, like, um, like if you're going to listen to this, just know that it might not be true, or um, like wait and see what happens. Type yeah, like deal. don't take it too seriously. Yeah. Yeah, so the idea comes from the fact that back in the day, thought the thought process was that food was more easily swallowed if taken with a small amount of salt. Interesting. So I don't know if that carries over to today, and that's why people salt their food. I mean, it obviously adds flavor, um, but that it, it actually comes all the way back from 77 A.D. Wow. Which is when um, it says Pliny the Elder, from whatever that's from, translated an ancient text, which some have suggested suggested was an antidote to poison, with the words "be taken fasting plus a grain of salt." So they translated it into like modern English and it says like take it with a grain of salt. So, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Right. It's weird how that gets applied to something might not be true. Yeah. But then you think about like, I don't know, this is totally maybe not related, but like the Mary Poppins song, Spoonful of Sugar Helps the Medicine Go Down. Maybe no, it's kind of the that. same thing. I'm, I'm sure people out there know what I'm talking about. Well, not this guy, but yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know, whenever you eat sugar, it helps you take medicine get it down totally <laughs> what about a site for sore eyes yeah I've heard, I've, yep i've heard that one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um take the bull by the horns oh yeah yeah the buck stops here oh that's a good one Thanks. i didn't even think about that so is that like a buck like a dollar or like no it means uh it comes from passing the buck like when um passing the dollar no oh, man, no. Like <laughs> you're pawning, you're pawning responsibility off on somebody else. Like you're, you know what I mean. You're not yeah. owning your, yeah. Yeah, you just hand it off. You're like, oh, I'm gonna pass the buck on this one. Mm-hmm. Do you know what president put that on his desk and it changed the, uh, kind of the entire administration that he had? He had a sign that says the buck stops here, which meant that he Ooh. was no longer gonna be like, you know what, pass it on to so and so. So and so do this. Like, nope. No, we're, we're going to stop that. Yeah. You should look that up and let us know next week. Okay. I will look that up because I think I've heard. Oh, I'm sure you have. That a president had that as like their slogan. I'll give you a clue. It was one of the previous presidents. Really? Yep. Hmm. Yep. That so. really narrows it down. You know? Yeah. So I'll, you get, I'll get back to you guys next there you week. Go. There for you sure. Go. That's my homework. Um, What about break a leg? Break a leg. I never understood why that meant good luck. I don't know. I have no idea. Break a leg. You didn't look up the history of that one, though. I did not. Cause I, ju- it. I just pulled up a list of the of different ones, so I don't have any other history on ah, those ones. But yep, break yep, a yep. leg. I don't know. I mean, maybe back in the day, if you were performing just so hard, you broke your leg. You broke your leg, and people were like, "Yeah!" And people like gave you, you a really standing good. ovation. Huh? I have no idea. Is it ovation or ovation? Ovation. Ovation. With a v. Wow. Okay. I don't know why that is either. I, I didn't find the history on that. I learned something today. <laughs> learn something every day yeah um and ryan and i were talking about this a little bit and Mm. if you guys have an opinion send us an email would you consider one word to be an idiom because we were looking at things and people were saying you know like cheesy like oh you're so cheesy 
is an idiom, but I think it has to be like kind of like a sentence. Like a like a turn of phrase. Yeah, because I don't really think one word kind of makes an idiom. That's just a word that you use in a different context to ju- to justify something besides the literal meaning of that word. So what do you guys think? Let us know. Mm. Because I I wouldn't say that that's an idiom in my personal opinion. I don't know. What would you describe it as then? I would just say it's like a play on words. Play on words. Because cheesy, like, yeah, cheesy nachos, like, oh, or a (laughs) cheesy cheesy cheeseburger, I don't know. But, like, saying somebody's cheesy, I know what it means. Yeah. It's not that, like, literally that person's covered in cheese. It's just they're corny, which is the same kind of thing. Corny. See, you you just did it again. (laughs) They're not covered in corn. Hmm. They're just, I don't know, they're, they're just saying weird stuff, you know, just to be a cheese ball. Which is not a literal cheese ball. I could go on all day. See, now we're just going to get stuck in a cycle. Yeah, I don't know. You're such a fruitcake. Yeah, I don't know. Two peas in a pod. I like that one. I've said that recently. Like, wow, you guys are like two peas in a pod. Which makes a lot of sense to me. I feel like that makes sense. Because there's like, in a literal pea pod, there's only so many peas. And they're... And there's two here. In a pod. (laughs) (laughs) In a literal... People are like, what am I listening to right now? Yeah, I know, right? But... It's a spiral out of control. But, I mean, peas are just round things that look identical. And when people act the same, you say you're, like, literal peas in a pod. Because you're acting the same, you know? Like, friends who hang out all the time tend to act so similar. You think that's where it comes from? I mean, I don't know the exact pinpoint time in history where peas in a pod became a thing. But it makes sense to me. Because you're always together. And you act exactly the same. Two peas in a pod right there. You know? So, I do. couldn't I do. tell you when exactly it started, but it makes sense to me in my mind. Huh. I don't know. Do you want to go over some foreign ones? Oh, these will blow your mind. Or these will, should I say, knock your socks off. Knock my socks off. That's a little idiom I came up with. I don't think you came up with that. Well, uh, let's see. Well, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, wow, man. these Some of these are I'm hard. Like, I'm excited for these. Some of these, the words don't even go together like in an English sentence. So, whenever I read it, like in my mind before I pronounce it, it's yeah. like, what? I'm so excited for these. Yeah. All right. So uh, this one is from India. Oh, boy. Ear nectar. What? Ear nectar. It means a sweet noise or sound. So like... Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, you guys hear that ear nectar playing? Oh, Turn that some, up. That's some sweet ear nectar. You know? Which uh, sounds redundant if you say sweet and nectar. Okay. Uh, I can see that because I feel like you take the literal meaning of what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you, if you think too far into it. All right. nectar. What about this? Don't take this too literal. Okay. When dogs were tied with sausages. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's, no. that's from That's from Uruguay. Okay. And it uh, means a long time ago. When dogs were tied with sausages. Yeah. I don't see the translation there. Uh, a long well, you won't because you don't... Uh, I'm not from Uruguay. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah, when dogs were tied with sausages, we used to do it this way. You know what? Um, I th- I think Ryan and I, just for your guys' knowledge, and we'll get back to you in a couple months, we're going to try some of these out on, like, friends. You want to use family. them at work and see Yeah, and work. We'll probably get in trouble because they'll think we're being disrespectful. Yeah, they're like, what did you just say about sausage? Um, this one from the Dominican Republic, to go to the pineapple. To go to the pineapple. Is that go to the bathroom? No, it means to fight. What? I said it means to fight. How is that related <laughs> at all? Uh, to I, go to, not, but okay. getting two birds with stoned, like how is that mean? You're getting birds stoned. How getting two birds, <laughs> killing two birds with a stone? How is that? You know, 
Okay. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure they look at ours and they're like, what? Go to the pineapple. Yeah. Okay. Uh, grow like an onion with your head in the ground. Grow like an onion with your head in the ground. Yep, that's okay. Yiddish for go take a hike. That, that takes up so much time. Right. Like, you're going to try to tell somebody off. Like, you're going to try to get in, like, a quick jab at somebody. Like, get lost, freak. Yeah, or, you know, or put an egg in your shoe and beat it. Not grow <laughs> like an onion with your, your head, head in, in the, the ground. ground. Like, I yeah. can't even say that without I stuttering. Either. I couldn't either. Um, Jeez, wow. people. Yiddish? Yiddish. Where's that? Uh, it's somewhere outside of the United States. All right. Um, like a crocodile in a wallet factory. Oh, no. <laughs> That's Puerto Rican for very nervous. Oh, of course. Um, Could you imagine being that crocodile walking through like... <laughs> like the backside of a vulture. Backside of... Ooh, okay. That's Finnish for ugly. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let's see. <laughs> to buy oneself a monkey. Why don't you go buy yourself a monkey? <laughs> okay. <laughs> In Germany, that means go get drunk. Go get drunk. Come on, you want to come out tonight? We're going to buy ourselves a monkey. I just, okay, are there monkeys in Germany? Because I feel like there's not. Probably at the zoo. And where would they come up with that? Well, I don't know, but if you're cleaner than a frog's armpit, you can't even go to the bar. (laughs) (laughs) That's the next one. Do frogs have armpits? (laughs) Cleaner than a frog's armpit. It means you're flat broke. Oh, boo. All right. Um. (laughs) Now I'm just picturing a frog's armpit. Uh. Or lack thereof. <laughs> stop. This one is uh, stop climbing on my head. Okay. That means that someone's annoying you. Oh, I'm going to use that one all the time. All right. Because people won't know what I'm saying to them. I'm going to be like, dude, stop climbing on my head. They're going to be like, huh? Or you can, uh, <laughs> if you want to insult somebody, you can tell them this. You can tell them um, that they look like Mona Lisa after a spanking. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? In the uh, Czech Republic, that means that they're poorly dressed. Wow. To look like the Mona Lisa after, after a spanking. Sp- Who All knows right. what she would have looked like after a spanking? Hey, I'm not asking questions. To make kittens. To make kittens? To throw up in Italy. Make kittens. Okay. I've heard, like, up chuck and toss cookies. And no, to make kittens. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is just one list. I got a second list, too, oh and I think gosh. the second list is even better. Uh, to bang your butt on the ground. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> what? In France, that means that you're dying from laughter. Well, I mean, I'm banging my butt on the ground right All now. Right. Yeah, these lists are making <laughs> you bang your butt on the ground. Um, if you were in Russia and you think I'm messing with you... Uh, and yeah? I'm trying to tell you I'm not pulling your leg. I would say I'm not hanging noodles on your ears. Hanging noodles on your ears. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, people in Russia live in the butt of the wolf. Butt of the wolf. And in Italy, that means to live very far away. What? I've never heard of these. I have never. I don't even understand where it comes from. Well, get Did ready. you look up the history? No, I didn't. Oh, I was laughing great. too hard at these. Um, oh, man. Here's some more from uh, from your old stomping grounds of your ancestors. Ah, oh, great. Scandinavian countries here in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to tell somebody, don't worry. Okay. You say, there is no cow on the ice. No cow on the ice. I guess that means don't worry, like, about a cow breaking through the ice or uh, something. Ah, yeah, I guess you could, yeah. So you should tell your boss tomorrow or the next day, you know, mm-hmm. when he says something. Just be like, there's no cow on the ice. Like, bro. Bro. Don't worry about it. Bro. There's no cow on the ice. Yeah. Um, and if you wanted to say it in Swedish, you would say, det är ingen kopaisen. Det är ingen kopaisen. Yeah. I don't speak Swedish. Write that so, down, uh, people. 
I don't even know if I'm I mean, I'm right. going to put that in my back pocket for later, okay. whether I say it in English or Swedish. It's um, going to it's going to happen. This next one. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> I don't speak French, so I'm going to read the English translation. Okay. And jump from the cock to the donkey. <clears throat> that what? means to logically jump, illogically jump between conversation topics. So if somebody just completely jumps off topic, you would be like, hey, stop jumping from the cock to the donkey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It probably means... It, yeah. So essentially... No, I'm not going to say what I was just thinking. Leave it. Never um, mind. Yep. <laughs> Leave it. <laughs> Leave it. Um, if you take the blame for something you didn't do in Portugal, then you pay the duck. Pay the duck. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, here's your old Swedish people again. Why are they mine? Uh, Glida in Paul and Ramaka. Ah, uh huh. You know? I've heard that one. And that says to uh, to slide in on a shrimp sandwich. Slide. <laughs> <laughs> slide in. First of all, a shrimp sandwich sounds disgusting. Yeah, and I actually kind of like shrimp. Um, so in America, in we would say on that. A shrimp sandwich. Uh, somebody was born with a born with a silver spoon in their mouth. So ah. over there, that's when someone hasn't had to work to get where they are. They slid in on, on a, a shrimp, shrimp sandwich. sandwich. Like okay, I'm just picturing somebody with like shrimp sandwiches strapped to their feet, and they like slide in <laughs> on them. You know what I mean? Like, mm. what does that mean? How does that work? I don't know. You have to take a trip to Sweden. And what's uh, so like? proper about shrimp sandwiches. I don't know. How is it that that a silver spoon, though, means that, too? I mean, silver spoon, like, legit silver. I mean, legit silver. Guess, it's like 20 bucks an ounce. Back in the day, had money. Money! So well, Maybe shrimp was expensive up there back in the day. Uh, maybe. You know? And bread and cheese or whatever. I don't know what comes out of put cheese on a shrimp sandwich? I've never had a shrimp sandwich, so I didn't I didn't come from that background. So Cocktail sauce? Yeah. Sliding on shrimp sandwich. Yeah, sorry, we got to keep on track. That's Otherwise, we're gonna jump from the donk from the cock to the donkey. Cock to the donkey. You know what I mean? Can't do that on this show, even though we do it every episode. <laughs> Go on. Um, <laughs> in Croatia, if you want to tell somebody something is impossible, you would say that it's uh, balls of a swan. So if I tell you I'm gonna go <gasps> climb that tree, you would say that's balls of a swan. You can't do that. <laughs> okay. I have so many questions. I don't know. I really hope this is real and somebody didn't just make this up and I, I stumbled across it. Somebody from, like, listening in on shortwave from these countries are <laughs> like, this is not even true. So we right. apologize, but... Well, you know, the way I look at it is, not my circus, not my monkey. What? Not my problem in Polish. Not my circus, not my monkey. Not my problem. Where's it from? Poland. So. Okay. Yeah, if you were going to tell your boss, like, it's not my problem, you would just, not my circus, not my monkey dog. I should, I should be, can you take screenshots of these? Because I got a lot of stuff oh, to I, say to I my boss it. on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> um, if someone in France is having a midlife crisis, they would say they're having the demon of the midday. Demon of the midday. Again, that just sounds like it's so drawn out, and it would take forever to communicate. Yeah, but then that goes back to the beginning of the show when I was saying that we shorten stuff because we're lazy. Yeah, so that's maybe, true. You know what I mean? Like that's maybe true. they don't feel like it's a mouthful. Yeah. And they're just sort of like, this is just what we say. Doesn't uh, doesn't feel taxing, you know? Danish. That's uh, Denmark, right? Yes. To have a pin in your ear, you're not listening to someone. Is that a pin or a pen? A pen. A pen, like like a writing utensil. No, a pen. Like a. Like a pen. Like a push pen. A pin, yeah. It doesn't say a push pin. It just says a pin. A pin in your ear, so you're not listening? 
Right. Oh, that's another one you need for your boss. Um, to let a frog <laughs> out of your mouth. What? To say something wrong. Mm. So you let the frog out on that one. Mm. I guess I gotta get it. Burp. Yep. So, um, <laughs> in addition to what was it, sliding in on a shrimp sandwich? Yes. Germany's version the of that one. is to live like a maggot and bacon. Ew. Live like a maggot and bacon. There've always been some feisty ones over there. That's so descriptive. It is, isn't it? And yeah. I mean, honestly, I guess that's like you a. I think it's a house fly that laid the maggot, a fruit fly. I mean, it doesn't get into that. I mean, detail. I think I think we need specifics, but either way, living in bacon is like prime real estate for a maggot, I guess. Oh so yeah, especially at these rates. It'd be a pretty sweet deal. Mm-hmm. Ew. Um, staying in Europe here in the Czech Republic, if somebody is walking around in hot porridge, it means they're beating around the bush. They're not telling. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh. It must be a big bowl of porridge. Yeah, you know, like sometimes in meetings, whenever we're like, dude, quit beating around the bush, just say what you got to say. Yeah. Like they would be like, dude, quit walking around in hot porridge, just get it out. I'm going to say that next meeting because that's should. like every day. Right. Literally. Hmm. All meetings are like that. I think everybody who goes to any type of meeting can relate to that. So <laughs> let's all write that one down. Uh, an unwanted guest in Italy is called a uh, a dog in a, a dog in church. Oh, I'd love to have dogs in church. Me too. What are you talking Why about? Why is that an unwanted guest? Right. Let's just tie the dogs with sausage or whatever it was too. <laughs> um, I don't remember. I feel like France is a very weird country because in French, if you were going to say that you have other things to do, you would say I have other cats to whip. Oh no, <laughs> I don't want to do. I'm not a cat person, but I wouldn't mm. want to do that. And the same thing in France. Oh. If you um, are trying to work on something and, and you're getting nowhere, <laughs> you're pedaling in sauerkraut. Ew. Sauerkraut's gross. Another bowl, big bowl of sauerkraut. To be, um, what are you pedaling though? Is it like a paddle boat? That doesn't go a into bike. That. Doesn't go into that. I mean, I guess it sounds like you're struggling because you got other well, things to do. If you are struggling and you're feeling down in the dumps, then you would say that you have a cockroach. Ew! In France? Yeah. Gross. I don't like cockroaches. Well, there you go. That's uh, that's some idioms from around the world. I think so. I think France was like spot on, but I also think Germany had some interesting ones. And then, like, the random countries, like, you threw out, like, Croatia and... Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm not hanging noodle Sweets. over your ears with this. Don't hang noodles over my ears. Anyway. Don't, um, don't if you're listening with sausages. on shortwave <laughs> and you have some of those that uh, we missed, give us a uh, give us a shout-out. <laughs> uh, lab at gmail.com is how to get a hold of us. And we will be back next week with another episode of The Lab. And I'm really excited to see what other idioms we come across this week after we bring these up at work. <laughs>